Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hyperconscious Podcast. Alan, what is Hyperconscious? Once you understand why something is the way that it is, now you have the power to change it. Great conversations with great people and great questions are the keys to the kingdom of unlocking your consciousness. Every single action that you do starts as a thought. When you control the way you think, you will control the way you act, and you will control the way you live. That is hyper-conscious. Ladies and gentlemen, the Hyperconscious Podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor David Meltzer of the Playbook Podcast. He was kind enough to join us on episode 144 and 135. Folks, it has become Kevin and I's mission in life to help you realize that the life of your dreams is right on the other side of you becoming the greatest version of yourself. Let us help you do that. I rarely do these things twice in such a short amount of time, but you guys impress me. I, I believe in people that provide value and of our service. You two guys are on your way to huge fulfillment, purpose, and profitability, and I look forward to helping you both. We appreciate that more than you know. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode where Alan and I sat down and did a five-minute clinic on becoming slash avoiding complacency. Today, we are going to do a small talks episode on one of our favorite words, discipline. So before we jump into this episode, I want you to first... Go to the hyperconsciouspodcast.com. Click on join hashtag yeah. hyperconscious nation. Yep. Because it's going to be entering you into a private Facebook group mm. where you can be in a group of like minded individuals who are trying to reach their goals and dreams and who are all hyperconscious. I was also scolded after our last episode because when Alan said big news, I didn't tell you the other big news. So here I am to tell you about the other big news. Um, Alan and I will be going to. California next week. Yes. So that is one of the reasons why our format is a little bit different on these episodes because we have five, four or five podcasts to, Lined pre- up. to prep for in person while we're in California. We are going to Brendan Burchard's influencer event. Uh, Lewis Howes is speaking. Tom Bilyeu is speaking. Rachel Hollis is speaking. Anthony Trucks, our boy, is speaking. Trent Who else? Shelton. Trent Shelton is speaking. Brendan. Obviously. Brendan, obviously, yeah. Anybody else? I think I, I, I might think have missed. It. I might have missed somebody. No, I think that's everybody. But honestly, so we are going to California next Monday. So if you were listening to this, it is what Wednesday. Correct. I can't believe we're going. It's it's coming up quick. It's coming up quick. Um, and we are going to be interviewing Dave Meltzer in person in his studio in Orange County. Mm-hmm. We're going to be at Doctor Nikki's house in Malibu, um, on the beach. Yep. We are going to be with Anthony at some point. Yeah, we're figuring we that out. We don't know exactly when <laughs> that's happening. Because right, so he's speaking, so we have to work around he's his. He's speaking at this event. <gasps> Listen, um, Anthony, can you cancel that Brendan thing to come on the Hyperconscious podcast? And what then do, do we do we have, <laughs> what do we, that's it, right, for now? No, um, Brant. Oh, yeah, we're, we're going to be seeing Brant Pinvedick and staying at his place. Right. <laughs> so <laughs> things are happening. I also have an email out to Joe Rogan because. You never know. You never know. Exactly. You never know. Exactly. Okay, so discipline. This is honestly one of my favorite words. 
And I have the definitions up, and there's only three or so that I think are, are relevant three to this episode. Or twelve. Um, and then we're gonna get Kevin's definition of discipline, and then and then I'm gonna talk about my definition because we want to figure this word out. Okay. Training to act in accordance with rules or drill. That's like a military discipline. An activity, exercise, or a regiment that develops or improves a skill. I like that. I like that one a lot. Um, one of them's punishment. That's irrelevant. The rigor or training effect of experience and adversity. And then behavior in accordance with rules or conduct, behavior and order maintained by training and control. Mm. In other words, having a system in place of consistent discipline. So, Kevin, first and foremost, what is your personal definition of discipline and what do you hope the listeners get out of this episode? I think my definition of discipline is the ability to do something when you lack the desire to do it. Yeah, that's fine. I, th- I think that's... Yeah, I don't think I can put it much better than that. Right, it's 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 doing the stuff that you know has to get done when you don't want to do it. And my so what I want the listeners to take away, um, I want you to understand that we also, and by we I mean everybody, but Alan and myself, we do a lot of things that we don't necessarily want to do at the time. Yeah, at the time, it's just a matter of I actually put a post up today. I I put a post. Um, you don't need more motivation. You need more reasons. Yeah. It's not always about being motivated. Like, I literally, right before this episode, just uploaded the episode that's dropping... Tonight. Tonight, but not tonight for you guys if you're listening. Oh, so, so Monday, Monday night. I just uploaded our um, our five-minute clinic on uh, complacency. I literally just did that before this episode because we just recorded it. Did I want to do that? No. But it took discipline. The only reason we've never missed on 223 episodes is because we're disciplined. Alan uploaded an episode in the airport in Florida. Yeah, right before our flight. Literally, we barely made it. (laughs) But (laughs) discipline is something that it's hard to build. It's easy to break. It's something that takes a long time to pay off. But once you have it, it's invaluable. And when you see the benefits of it. Then you start to really lock in on it. And you don't want to go back to that old undisciplined life. To put this in context, let's go to the two extremes. On one end, it's only discipline and you don't enjoy anything. You don't want to be there. You're a robot. Right. On the other end, all you do is enjoy yourself all the time and you have no discipline. That life is going to be also kind of... uh, Remember Yes Man uh, with Jim Jim Carrey? We talked about that. At the beginning of Yes Man in that movie, I really like the takeaway from that movie. Um, At the beginning, he's saying yes to all these new things, which is awesome. He's like, Red Bull, I love Red Bull. Like, Let's go do all this stuff. And he's just doing all this stuff. But eventually, he burns down. Because you can't be that undisciplined. You can't just... We're doing another episode on saying no, (laughs) how to say no, so it is all connected. connected. I have a definition of discipline that I think will be super valuable. I think it was Brian Tracy who said this. Discipline is the ability to follow through on a promise you made to yourself after the feeling when you made the promise has gone. Mm, I like that. I think you're really good at discipline, man. I appreciate that. I think that's one of your greatest assets. I appreciate that very much. I So... I believe, and I said this a while ago, I think that a lot there is a lot of, or there's a big lack of self-love in this world, but there is a lack of self-discipline. Right. And I think that goes hand in hand. They do. You're not going to feel good about yourself if you keep lying to yourself. If you say, I'm going to get up and go to the gym today. You're going to feel worse about your, like say for instance, you don't like the way you look in the mirror. Mm. Let's just say that. I, I don't like the way I look in the mirror. I'm going to do something to change this. Right. I'm going to do something to change this. I'm sick of this. Today's the day. And then you don't do it. You're going to feel not only bad about yourself because you didn't do it, but you're going to feel just as bad, if not worse, about your body because you don't feel like you can do anything about it. So here's the other interesting thing. Let's say you have very low self-esteem. What are the chances you're going to actually invest in yourself? And we're doing another 
event uh, event another episode in that as well exactly so um, not another... much right not there that is so, a li- literally like a thing if you're depressed and you don't value yourself highly it's far harder i don't know the scientific terms but this is a thing right. it's far harder for you to invest in yourself i always say you're not going to paint a car that has four flat tires mm. and when you have no self-esteem i often use the analogy of a steamboat like you're in the ocean and there's storms coming sometimes it's smooth sailing and there's storms coming sometimes if you don't have any steam how are you going to get to your def- destination when storms do come? And so if you're out there right now and you feel like you lack self-discipline, I think it goes deeper than that. I think you need to look into your own self-esteem and just start really, really small. I've often used the quote, basically, if you had a friend who broke as many promises to you as you have broken to yourself, how much would you value that friendship? Here's the problem. Let's say you had a friend who constantly broke promises to you all the time. They're always letting you down. What are the chances you're going to go out of your way to do something hard for them? Yeah. Now picture yourself. If you don't value yourself and you let yourself down all the time, the chances it compounds. And then you just continue to let yourself down because you don't have the self-esteem. So I would start insanely small. I read a thing earlier that I wrote a long time ago about even just getting up to get a glass of water when you said you were going to do it is important because it leaks into your identity and says, okay, I told myself I'm going to do this. I have to follow through. Mel Robbins. Right. Mel Robbins, the five second rule. She's fire on this. This is this is like it does leak into your identity. I I haven't done this in a while because I when my alarm goes up now, I get out of bed. I just do. It it, it just it happens. I just do it. But it wasn't always like that. It wasn't always like that. Right. No, I, I used to have to do the five second rule. So did rule. I, man. I, I still do it in <laughs> I the shower. Start again. <laughs> I still I still do it in the shower. Yeah. So I'm not wasting water. Like <laughs> I, I do the ten second rule. I count back from ten, and I've never once yeah. ever stayed in there longer than I should. It works every time. I don't use it enough. <laughs> it works every time. Well, that's the thing. Right. When something works that well, you you don't use it. Yeah. Because right? you're afraid it won't work. You, well, no, because, <laughs> because you know it works that well, and you don't want to do it. Yeah, you don't want to get out. But I think building discipline is like building another habit. You do have to start small. When we were so when we were in Florida, we went to Evan's meetup the day after Your World Within Live, and he was talking about how to build his discipline. Even when he's, like, if say he's on a diet and he's not allowed to eat certain things, he'll have a, a giant bag of Doritos right next to him <laughs> to test his own discipline. Now, right. I don't think that's good for most people because I think if you don't have the discipline, you're going to break, yeah. right? But And then you're going to feel worse. Right. right. So, so for you, you if you struggle when it comes to, like, the discipline to not eat Oreos, do not buy the Oreos, do not have them in your house, that is, like, the number one rule. It's, the hard part is when it's reversed and it's discipline to do a work. Right. What do you do? You're very disciplined. I am? Yeah, yeah. You're very disciplined. Thank you, brother. I don't think we we would be where we are today if we weren't. I think one of the most fascinating parts about discipline is, I think it's a misunderstood concept in how to achieve it. So I may appear to be disciplined, but I think I've eliminated most of the options that would make me not disciplined. So let me give you an example. Last night, I had a bunch of work that I had to catch up on, and there was someone who wanted to hang out, and I said, listen, I can't, not this week, because we're traveling, I have to get this back office work done, and I'm still behind, to be honest with you, but I came down here alone in the basement. I had the discipline to make one decision, and that made every other decision easy, because when I walked in here, I said, do not leave here until your work is done. Eventually, it was 1 a.m., and I had to wake up this morning to go to the gym with Bianca, so I eventually had to say, okay, Alan, this is actually unintelligent, stop your work and go... Sleep. But that's discipline too. Right, but that's discipline too. So I think if you design your life where your willpower... Picture 
if you're trying to be on a strict diet and there's junk food around you all the time, your willpower is going to drain all day. You're going to feel undisciplined because the availability bias is right there. You're constantly being triggered. So I think the quickest way to build self-discipline is to make it easy to be disciplined. Like when we went to Florida and lived with Terrence, you had a really easy time being disciplined because you just locked yourself in the office. Yeah. For a long period of time and just hammered work. And what else was there to do? We ate the same thing. We went right. to the gym at the same time. We ate the same meals every day. Right. Sometimes we would go out to dinner or a movie, but... But there was no friends. There was no, no family. No, no. There was no... So, so think about it that way. You have so many pulls on your attention. You can only be... This is actually a quote I'm coming up with in this moment. You can only be as disciplined predicated on the amount of pulls on your attention at that moment. People think being disciplined is choosing the one thing to do. I think it's saying no to everything else. Yeah. Yeah, well, I think the problem is people don't always see, because I know for a long time, I didn't see my lack of... I didn't see what was coming to fruition regarding my lack of discipline. The same way you don't see right away. Again, I I did a post the other day about like, if the first time, we've talked about this, if the first time you smoked a cigarette, you got cancer, right. you wouldn't smoke. But the problem is it takes years. Right. If the first time you did a habit, it locked in forever and you became successful, everybody in the world would do it. I but know. the problem is it doesn't work that way. Yeah. And that's what you have to know. You also have to believe that eventually this discipline will pay off. Wow. You have to believe that your discipline is worth doing or you're not going to lock it in. Which you don't know until you've done it long enough to see some payoffs. Right. But, but then it's already a habit. It's a habit by then. So the problem with discipline is that good ch- choices that are good in the long term are usually sucky in the short term. Yes. And the choices that are bad in the long term are usually really pleasurable in the short term. So the last definition of discipline, we're giving you a bunch of here that I wanted to throw out there, I think is super powerful. This helped me tremendously. Brian Tracy says, how often are you doing what is hard and necessary versus what is fun and easy? How often you, think about it, your whole life, right? Your ability to achieve your dreams and and have an impact in the world and master your craft and become a better person, um, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, is how often can you choose what is hard and necessary versus what is fun and easy? That doesn't mean you can't do what's fun and easy sometimes. That does not mean that. As a matter of fact, the more you do what's hard and necessary, the more you're going to have money and freedom and the time allocated when you have your stuff together, your shit together, for lack of better phrasing, to, to do the fun and easy stuff. Like you took a full day with your girlfriend uh, yes, because you've done all your work up to that point. But again, so this is the thing. If you want to be undisciplined, you have to be twice as disciplined the rest of the time. Right. So that's, that's the game I'm playing. That's why like, if I miss a day... Oh, and, yeah. it's, and it's designed. <laughs> it's not a huge deal. I, I designed it that way. Right. But if you miss a day without it being designed, oh, yeah. then you have to be quadruply disciplined. And again, our discipline for waking, my discipline for waking up at four, so I slept at Taryn's last night. I was up at four o'clock in the morning. My discipline for that is different than yours. Maybe yours is just not hitting the snooze button at 7.30. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe for you, you're not at the point where you can do the 10 second thing or the five second countdown and you have to put your alarm across the room that's the thing too like there are a million ways to grow discipline but you have to figure out where you're letting yourself down first i was watching a speech by the rock this morning on my sure, way to the gym sure. watching a speech on the way to the gym um listening to okay sorry say, listening that's, that's something about it, that, it, it is a speech on youtube i wasn't watching it though. I was... doesn't sound very safe i mean i don't i mean who am i to, who am i to judge, <laughs> who am I to judge? <laughs> um he talks about how his back is up against the wall he said i laugh and i joke i'm happy i'm a happy guy 
But when it comes to business and it comes to executing, my back is up against this wall. And I got to go that way. I think that's... uh, And he basically says to the LA Lakers, he's talking to them, he says, for me, it seems so seamless because I've done it for so long. Right. I think that's why it's difficult sometimes for us to explain these concepts. If you are early in your journey, just realize that Kevin and I were not always this disciplined. God, no. Not even close. No, not at all. Um, it is a muscle that we've developed consistently over time, kind of because we've had to. And I, my life has improved drastically. Like, I have someone in my life, I'll just say it, my mom. She's like, you're so disciplined, like, you got to take it easy sometimes. I'm like, mom, I'm happier than I've ever been. Yeah, it's hard, but it's awesome. It's the hard that makes it great. And I want more discipline. Yeah. To be completely frank, I honestly want to be even more disciplined. Not because I want more pain, but because I want more pleasure. Pleasurable, 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 pleasurable. Bruce <laughs> Almighty. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. The one thing I wanted to say before Jennifer. we get out of here, I think I forgot. Jennifer Aniston? Jennifer Aniston. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah, uh, what were we talking about, man? Discipline. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can you shut that... Are you? Can you shut that I'll damn t- thing? <laughs> I'll shut the timer off real quick. Um, God, what was I gonna say? Oh, this is what I do, and this might not be for you, but maybe some version of this is for you. I, and I was talking to Alan about this before. I don't ever want to have a day and think that's the day that caused all of this to go off the rails, or that's the day that caused us to lose momentum. Mm. So picture this. And I'm going to do the analogy I always use or the example I always use. If you want to have a dog shelter, <laughs> imagine this. There is somebody out there who wants a dog shelter just as bad as you, if not worse than you. What are they doing? Are they sleeping in? Are they not doing the research? Are they you know, going out instead of writing the paper that they need to write to get the grant that they need in order to get the money to get the shelter? That's what I do. Mm. I am playing against the greatest podcasters in the world. I have to do, my discipline has to be just as good as theirs, probably better because they have resources I don't. And that's a dark way to put it, but if that's what, if you want something that bad, you have to find a reason, you have to find a way, you have to find a strategy, a system in order to make sure you're being the most disciplined version of yourself. If you're out there right now, you know your own potential to some extent. Maybe you've lost confidence, maybe you've lost self esteem. Maybe you don't feel as good about yourself as you once did. Think about why that might be. We've all had a time in our life where we were just so on point. I like to use fitness as an analogy. When was the time when you were the most on point in fitness? You were just like, I am freaking killing it. Your diet was on point. Your training was on point. You were consistent as hell. How good did that feel? That is because of discipline. Discipline is a great thing. I think we have a bad connotation because discipline in school meant you got slapped with a ruler. Like... Discipline is one of my favorite things in the world. I honestly think a disciplined life for something greater is far better than one that's just kind of off the cuff, undesigned. So beautify your life, perfect your life, create your life in the service of your people. And I think discipline is going to help you do that tremendously. I agree. And I think discipline to you could mean anything. It, I think discipline is living by design. It's, it's, it's telling yourself you're going to do something and then doing it. It's, maybe it's not 4 o'clock or 4.30 or going to the gym twice or going to the gym after you travel. Like, that's a different level. But that's because we want different results. Maybe for you it's not hitting snooze. Again, I don't want it to get misconstrued as like, you have to do this every single time or because you don't. Your level of discipline is different than ours. But we're also trying to do something different than you. So I think it's important that you find out what your unique level is and then you figure out how to match that. That's all. In an effort to get vulnerable before we go, quickly, I think we all struggle with discipline in certain areas. I can tell you wholeheartedly, I struggle with the discipline in timing. 
like being on time, cutting my coaching calls off when I'm supposed to, making sure things don't take longer than they should, like my calendar. Like I need more discipline on my calendar and being a student of the calendar. Um, and I just want you to know that if you look at Kevin and myself and you, you admire anything that we do or anything that we are, just realize we didn't start here. You can do everything that we do. And there's things that you do better than us without a question. Oh, yeah. There are areas of your life I guarantee you you are more disciplined than I am with. So don't forget that and just start to build small um, over time. I dig that. Yeah. I, like, I like that a vulnerability. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Up next, we are going to do a scratching the surface episode on investing in yourself. So, Alan and I are, again, we're going out to California to do this next level networking event, but we're also doing a bunch of podcasts. Now, a lot of people would say that's a crazy week. We're literally going to be driving all over California, but we're investing in ourselves not only from the perspective of learning from the greatest influencers in the world, Bren Burchard, Lewis Howes, Trent Shelton, mm-hmm. um, you know, Anthony Trucks, all these people, all these people, but we're investing in ourselves in so many other ways. Right. It, again, going back to discipline, a lot of your habits that you practice every single day are an investment in self. The, the reading the books, the foam rolling, the drinking enough water, the eating the right food. That's all an investment for yourself, but we're going to talk about that in knowledge. Right now, you're investing in yourself by listening to this podcast. True. We are all here to get better and in the service of something greater. So, at Your World Within Live, it was at Margaritaville. Yes. I will never forget this as long as I live. Most of the people at that hotel are there to enjoy themselves and really to escape their life in some way to be on vacation okay everyone in that room at your world within live was there for a different reason they were there to get better they were there to learn they were there to network they were there to create a brighter future on their own terms that is the difference in people i've seen it time and time again and i hope you're on the right side of that fence and that's investing in yourself yourself we hope you enjoyed this and we will talk to you on friday talk to you soon bye Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for listening to another episode of the Hyperconscious Podcast. Going hyperconscious will absolutely change your life because if you understand why something is the way it is, now you have the power to change it. If you going hyperconscious with us has changed your life in any way, please share this episode with one of your friends because the more people that go hyperconscious, the better this world's going to be for everybody. And if you would kindly leave us a five star review on iTunes, that would help us make more people hyperconscious and we would be greatly appreciative. Thank you. Bye.